0: wow i could really use current i also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales i guess i'll just go to their website at current.tech hi i'm danny j and i'm jill coleman welcome to the best life podcast
1: All right.
0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Best Life Podcast. This is Danny J. And we are so excited. You know, we have talked about Organifi, our sponsor before. And today we are super, super, super lucky because we have a guest and it is actually the founder, owner, CEO of Organifi, Mr. Drew Canoli. So Drew, thank you so much for coming on with us.
2: Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here. Like I'm really excited about the best life and this is just, I'm just pumped. So thanks Yay. for having me on.
0: <laughs> so Drew came on like with super high energy and I'm excited to talk about it. But um, real quick, some mm. accolades on Drew. I didn't even know that he has three books, which I'm excited to talk about too. One's called Why Identity. Train Your Taste, Trim Your Waist, a bunch of stuff. You guys will, will link all your stuff later on. But Drew's also been featured on NBC, Los Angeles Times, My Buddy Green, Union Tribune. So not only, you know, starting an amazing uh, company, but just seen all over the place. So Drew, of course, we just need to get a little background from you. I remember finding you on YouTube years ago doing some juicing and I'm like, who's this cute guy juicing? So how did, how did that kind of start? Like, how did you start going from YouTube to now having this company?
2: Yeah. So a flashback seven years ago, you know, and we've human beings, we've all had these transformative points in our lives. And for me, I was 29 years old. I was running a credit and debt settlement company over in Florida. I loved helping people but I really didn't love what I was doing every day. It was like kind of one of those things I was just doing to make money and the fulfillment was secondary. And I just sacrificed myself day in and day out for a couple years and I put on about 40 pounds of body fat because of it. I was a reflection of the unsatisfied nature of my being at that time. And I was meeting with a mentor every day, this great sage, this 90-year-old man who had more energy and vitality than any human I've ever met in my life. And he kept telling me, he's like, if you do anything at all, make sure you do something that impacts people before anything else. Make sure you're making a difference. And um I finally listened to them and I'm like, you know what, I got to change my environment because everybody in Florida that I was hanging out with, they were all drinking all the time. They were escaping their lives and I really wanted something much bigger and more grand. So, I moved out to San Diego, didn't know anybody. I started recording all my videos on YouTube with a little HD flip cam if you guys remember those Um, and I just started throwing as much content on YouTube as possible. In a 90-day period, I lost 40 pounds, over 20% body fat down to sub 7%. But what really happened was this whole identity shift of the guy that was playing in a lack of self-love for himself to the guy that has more love for himself and is just overflowing for everybody else that he comes in contact with. And my videos and the transformative work that I did was just an offshoot of that. So starting back then 90 days lost the weight and now we have almost 5 million followers online. You know, people, friends, family, whatever you wanna call them that are actively uh, getting this type of content, the mindset stuff, the nutrition stuff. So super powerful and potent.
0: Holy
1: I cow! And Yeah, I love that story. And I love how you a little bit glossed over kind of the mental transformation. I'd love to go back to that because it sounds like, you know, you said like just your personality kind of changed or the way that you loved yourself or appreciate yourself changed. Like, was there a moment that you realized that you had to, and then what were the first steps? Did you read books? Did you go to, to seminars? Like what was the big aha moment there? And then how did you start down the personal development path?
2: Yeah. So, the big aha moment was actually, <clears throat> I, I do a lot of dream work. So, night school. It's like ancient Toltec wisdom like, that you can find in dreams. So, essentially, I had this dream that I died and I kept reoccurring and I was at my grave and I was watching people around me as I was laying in my casket and the amount of people that I influenced and why I in, you know, was influential to them and the impact that, impact that I made. And I'm like, you know what? This isn't good enough for me. Like, I want to change the planet and here I am playing so small. So, the dream was very real and I woke up from that dream, but I really woke up, period. And I'm like, all right, so my time is limited here. Death is my friend. I'm not afraid of death, but to truly live, you get to embrace death death because it's at my left hand every single day. It's like looking right at me. I never know. Tomorrow is not promised. So, I started living with more urgency, and more of a responsibility for everybody around me. I took radical ownership for everything in my life. I started waking up at four in the morning and just crushing books, nonstop, reading a book every day for a while. And that's transitioned into reading a book or two a week now. And I have my whole company reading a book a week with us. So all this education, more listening to my heart. So meditation every morning, 30 to 45 minutes, really getting present back then with what was going on, like who was operating the show Mm -hmm. and what was an illusion. So really digging into that and opening up my awareness was a big game changer back then.
0: So when you say you you were opening up your awareness and you were kind of searching and meditating, did you have an intention going into this of what exactly you wanted to do to make an impact or were you just kind of going with your heart and this opened up in front of you or did you always have this dream of having a juice company on the forefront and this Mm -hmm. was an end goal
2: yeah so that's a good question And in the beginning, you know, if we look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs and NLP, we look at logical levels, which are the two pyramids. You remember Maslow's hierarchy needs, it's like Mm -hmm. bottom of it's like safety, food, all this stuff. I knew that in order to help people transform their minds, I had to help them change what their biological meat suit requires. Mm -hmm. And now we know that the human body's 80% bacteria or more, right, in the gut. So, what could I give to the audience that was watching this that could truly change the second brain? And that would be more micronutrients, more phytonutrients, more aminos, enzymes, things that can help activate their minds, really turn them on on a metaphysical, spiritual level, unlike anything that they've ever experienced. You know, sourcing from the best farms on the planet, the ingredients that we added into Organifi and the ingredients that we add into our morning rituals and the things that we do day in and day out to become that accelerated, advanced, activated, upgraded human being that we are, that we all have potential to be. It's just some of us are attuned to it and some of us are missing the frequency altogether. So I chose to tap into it, embody it, let my cells change and ascend with it And that's been super potent. And every day I get a new transmission of what's next. And I'm no longer living for Drew. You know, back then, seven years ago, it was the Drew Cannoli show. I wanted everybody to look at me. There was a scared little boy that was abused and tortured as a kid. Like I was literally trained like a Navy SEAL when I was like three, four years old. If I couldn't tie my shoes fast enough, my dad would put cigarettes out on my head. So there was a lot of self-work that went in to all of that throughout my whole life but I really stopped living for me and I started living for we and when I say we're in this together which is our tagline for the company, it's so true. So, knowing that oneness exists back then was like the cornerstone and the values that I have is uniting the world through health and happiness which is what Organifi is doing. We're bridging the gap between what people are drinking and eating now And we're giving them literally liquid light. 1.7 billion people drink soda every single day. So the goal, one of the big goals is how do we get 1.7 billion people drinking superfoods infused with ashwagandha and cordyceps and all these adaptogenic roots and herbs that can really activate the human condition.
1: Mm -hmm. I love that. And so I love the idea of micronutrients. And Danny and I talk about Organifi quite a bit on the show so far and talk about, especially when you're traveling a lot and, and you're not quite getting a full range of nutrients, like that's why we use greens and reds daily. Like what are the exact outcomes that maybe someone can experience? Because I think, you know, I mean, to play devil's advocate a little bit, sometimes with supplements, it's like, oh, like, is there really a change? Like how have you and, and maybe your clients and what you've seen the actual outcomes of using a product like Organifi? I mean, I know what what it does for me, but I'd love to hear some of the feedback that you get.
2: Yeah. So, it it really depends on the particular product. And and I love what you said too because there's superfoods out there and there's supplements and all this other stuff. What does it really do? You know, what's the reality of it all? And the reality of it all is this. First and foremost, the psychological upgrade that you get from doing something consistently day in, day out, as you know, increases the dopamine and the different neurotransmitters in the brain that builds up your willpower, your self-esteem, and your confidence. So, regardless of what green juice you drink every single day, you're getting that hit of that positivity that's helping you with your self-esteem and, you know, many people experiencing depression and all this other stuff. If they just do something consistent day in and day out, regardless of what it is, it's going to impact their life. So now that we got that out of the way, what do the superfoods really do with the DNA, you know, with the human body in in us? The green juice is more used for detoxification and uh, cleansing purposes. It's used for weight loss as well. Ashwagandha has been shown to lower stress up to 27% in clinical trials. And as we know, cortisol is one of those things that can harbor body fat like a bacon sweater on a hot August night, right? It's like you take that, you take the stress mm-hmm. out of your life and it's just a lot easier to lose weight. And everybody, like you go on vacation and you're in Italy or you're anywhere, like just imagine it and you're eating copious amounts of carbs and wine and you're drinking every day, but you're relaxing, you're taking walks on the beach, you're stress-free, and then you go home and you're in better shape than you've been in months because of the stress reduction. And that's, that's kind of what the green juice is. It's like a vacation, not only for Facebook, <laughs> but for your, your body. And it feels that it's real. It's got the chlorella and the spirulina, which is loaded with vitamin B12. Many people are deficient in that. Yes. It's got ashwagandha, like I said, turmeric, which is great for anti-inflammation. It's one of the greatest, it's one of the most researched roots on the planet. Actually, there's a lot of derived pharmaceuticals based on the turmeric, bioconstituents, which is pretty cool. So I love, love the fact that turmeric's in there. Not only that, but it just tastes incredible. And we knew if we could nail the taste of a green juice that most of the time it tastes like yard clippings or swamp water, then uh, we, we ha- would hit a home run. So it's got the mint and the coconut extract as well that actually helps absorb. It helps assimilate the nutrients. It's like mother nature's Gatorade. Or uh, the way that I feel when I drink it, it's almost like I just had like this liquid blood transfusion. <laughs> it's awesome.
0: I will say you so guys totally did nail the taste because I'm really picky on the greens, and most of them I've ever tried were so gritty, and I I was like a little hesitant. And I literally look forward to it every single day. Like I look forward to it and I'm a big coffee drinker and everybody who follows me know I like obsessed over coffee, but I have to drink this before my coffee and it feels so good. And I didn't think I could look forward to anything as much as I look
1: forward to my coffee. So
2: Ah, that's amazing. (laughs) Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So is that that's what you cool. would recommend people getting started with then if they're like, okay, you know, I know that Organifi has a lot of amazing products. Would it be the greens to just like get the best, the biggest bang for their buck? And then maybe like kind of like that's the gateway food. and then yeah, wait,
2: I would say, you know, everything is, it's basically custom. So it's wherever you need it basically because I would say all of them are relative depending on where you are. Like the red juice as an example, it's got cordyceps in it which is one of the greatest mushrooms on the planet. It increases ATP and mitochondria. So talk about energy. So what I do is I drink green juice in the morning, red juice in the afternoon and then gold juice at night. We call it sunrise to sunset. And by doing this, day in and day out, you build up that consistency. Your body just up levels to a whole new level. So, the red juice literally tastes like fruit punch. I don't know if you've tried that yet, but it's anti-aging and it's also got a lot of skin-firming superfoods in it. It's got rhodiola, which is another adaptogen that's absolutely incredible for stress. It's got beets, which increase nitric oxide in the body. And then gold, gold is a more of a restorative Drink. It's got a bunch of pain-soothing herbs in it, so it's loaded with turmeric. Turkey tail is one of the most used mushrooms in Japan for um, helping people with different types of stuff. Loads of phytonutrients in it, and it literally tastes like a marshmallow had a baby with autumn. And when you <laughs> drink this, it is just it blows you away.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's the best description
1: of a taste I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> And you guys just rolled out <laughs> cacao bliss, which is uh, which is delicious. I've been using that at night as well.
2: Yeah, I'm glad you love that. Cacao's amazing. It increases uh, serotonin in your body, and like mm-hmm. if you've ever done a cacao ceremony, you just sit around giggling at everybody, and it's just <laughs> beautiful.
0: Super amazing. So you talk so much about a couple things I pulled out was you started to take radical responsibility for your life and everything around it. How do you continue to spread this through your team? Because I, as you started to say, it was no more about me. It's about we, and you know, Jill and I are solopreneurs for the most part. And I really, we understand how in order to spread a message you have to get it beyond you. So how did you start to take everything that you were learning and and be able to kind of spread your message through your team and just basically create a movement.
2: Yes. So do you remember the song? I think it was Biggie. And he said, never get high on your own supply. You remember those lyrics? (laughs) Never get high on your own supply. (laughs) As solopreneurs, sometimes we get high on our own awesomeness. Mm -hmm. And that's the death trap. Because when you are so... Uh, convinced that you can do things better than everybody else, you don't want to let it go. And I think the true master is willing to see himself not separate from anybody else, but at one, like this oneness is a big theme in my organization. I'm not separate from anybody. Like there's literally no organizational chart that says, hey, I'm better than you or anything like that. It's, we're a family. So, when you operate from that, your ability to, to elevate and delegate is uh, strengthened because there's this word that sometimes is hard (laughs) for entrepreneurs and humans in general and this word is called trust. (laughs) You have trust for every single responsibility in your organization and if it doesn't happen, then the beautiful part is you, you have an amazing community, right, you have this tribe of people that are motivated And finding people to be a part of your mission and your movement is easy when you have a community. Mm. So that's been one of our saving graces is hiring within the tribe and then advancing people, elevating and delegating. But flashback seven years ago, it was tough because it was just me. And how was I going to have the most, the success that I really wanted back then? It was casting a, a big enough vision first and foremost, your vision has to be super expansive and relate to people. Mm -hmm. So my vision was to literally change the consciousness of humanity through the power of superfoods, nutrition, and mindset. So I just started doing a mindset Monday every day. I started doing Saturday strategies and I just focused on impacting as many people as humanly possible. And then over 90 days to six months, people started coming to me and they're like, Hey, like I'm, I don't have a job, like these are my skills. I'd love to be a part of what you're creating here. And soon by, by just focusing on your sweet spot, which is probably this podcast and delivering the messages I've seen in the videos that you guys do, it's awesome. Like the more you focus on your superpower, the more those people that are more skilled than you'd ever be at the books, at the data, at the analytics, at the tracking, at all the stuff that we kind of as promoters loathe, <laughs> They come in and they take over, right? So there's this great book called Rocket Fuel and that's the difference between an integrator and a visionary. So as a visionary, it's so important to cast that vision and get your first integrator that is a master project manager. Because once you have that one person in place, you can build a whole team of people. Now we have like 110 people on the team. If it was up to me back then, it never would have happened because I'm a quick start. You know, I get an idea, I start it, I implement it, and then I walk away from it. I'm not the guy to follow through, and and I'm definitely not the guy to research all the facts about it. I'll tell you <laughs> that right now. Like, if I'm excited about these superfoods and stuff, I'll look it up, and I'll be able to speak about it on videos and all this other stuff. But when it comes to the nitty-gritty and the details, like, I'm the last guy that you want to be doing that. Yeah. So.
1: I think both of us totally relate to that. And, you know, we do have a lot of fitness health professionals, health coaches, people like that, who listen to this podcast. So I think I loved how you said that your vision has to be really big. And I think a lot of people want that, but the idea of starting quote, a supplement company or superfoods company feels really huge. So can you kind of maybe go back to, you know, I know there's a lot of capital involved and in like, you know, even just get into the details of like, did you obviously start as a content creator? And then at what point were you like, okay, I have the capital or I'm ready. Did you start with info products? Did you sell digital stuff first, like information? Or was it like immediately you knew it was going to be superfoods, physical product?
2: Yeah. So seven years ago, I was a high-end coach. So here's kind of the evolution of what's happened with me. And with uh, seven years ago, I was like shooting videos every week. I was posting blog posts. I was doing all this amazing stuff that lit my heart on fire. And then I started helping my friends for free transform, right? I would give them this 90-day blueprint, do this, follow through, give them the mindset information, the diet, you know, what to eat. And then uh, I started posting a few of those transformation pics of just my friends. And then I got a call and I remember this call vividly. It was one of my good friends now, Kent Clothier. He was over in Tampa, Florida. He's like, hey, like I've seen these transform- transformation photos. I'm going to fly you in to teach me. What you know, and I want you to hold me accountable for 90 days. So I did it, and I'm like, well, I'm not a personal trainer, and I'm definitely not a nutritionist at the time. I'm just an enthousi- enthusiastic guy that loves helping people, and I know a little bit about it because I help my friends transform. So I'm like, all right, what the heck, I'll do it. So I get there, I spend a day with him and then at the end of the day, he's like, all right, cool. So how much do you want for this? And I thought about it. I'm like, well, I did fly over here. Obviously, he paid for my flight and everything, but I'm like, three thousand bucks. So. He's like, perfect, easy. So, he wrote me a check for 3,000 bucks which would equate to about 200, 250 dollars as a trainer, right? An hour because that's how much time I spent with him. And I'm like, all right, like let's take all the metaphysical training that I've had, reading different books on wealth creation, the science of getting rich by Wallace Waddles, all this stuff. I know how much my time is worth after the 90 days with Kent, and after he transforms, I'm gonna raise my prices. So, the guy, you know, he's in his mid-40s. He gets in the best shape of his life. His wife does too. They look incredible. Like just unbelievable. Like they could be on the cover of magazines. And I post this stuff. And then I literally, no joke, had seven other people call me right after that. And they were like, hey, like I want you to to fly you in too. I want to go through this transformation. So, then I did uh, price distortion on it. So, if anybody is a marketer listening to this or they're in their health business, when I'd get on the phone with the, the seven people, I was like, hey, like I can come out here for three days and it's 25,000 mm-hmm. bucks and I can do everything. I can test your DNA, which is easy. It's just a spit test, right? And it's easy to read like, but it's, an, it's a value add that most trainers weren't doing at the time. So I can do this. I can do that. We're going to look at your micro gut biome. I have a naturopathic doctor that I communicate with. So she's going to help you. And uh, we're going to make sure that you lose the weight that you're trying to, and you have more energy than you've ever had. So that's 25,000 bucks, or I can come out there for a day. And I knew my avatar. I knew these guys did not want to spend three days with me. They were successful business men, usually that were into their business and they sacrificed their health because of it. So, I'm like, here's the most popular package. It's $10,000 for a day. And um, I'm going to help you transform. We're going to do all the same testing. We're going to look at your DNA, your micro gut biome. And then I would fly out and it's 10,000 bucks. And I had a 98% success rate with closing. I say closing. I mean, I'm talking like a salesman here. But at uh, inspiring, let's use better words, inspiring (laughs) and enrolling them into transforming their life. So that really gave me the funds that I needed to create my first online digital product and all the stories that I needed too. Because I went in there and I recorded these videos of these men that were just like their spirit was broken when it came to fitness and it came to health. And me going in there and, and speaking to their future selves and allowing them to transform, holding them accountable, holding them high, Uh, it really worked. So, we had these transformation stories and then I started selling a $97 digital product called Juice with Drew where I taught them how to juice vegetables and fruits and I had four PDFs in there, a bunch of videos, you know, the online training and then I had a $37 a month membership website. So, that's when I became a marketer, right? Because I had to understand opt-in rates, conversion rates, all of this stuff. And I spent years kind of working through social media influence on YouTube, on Facebook, and really understanding what my avatar needed through the content that I was putting out there, thousands of blog posts. You know, at one point I had like 25 writers for FitLife TV on the blog and we learned what was hot and what our people were looking for. And then we were able to kind of predict what would be in the future before it was right? So then we came up with green juice and red juice and gold based on a lot of the information and the content that we were were doing. But there was a time when the organic reach in Facebook completely fell through the floor and I was losing 50 to $70,000 a month in revenue. I had to let people go on the team that I loved and it was a big struggle. And then we came out with Organifi Green Juice and because of all the free videos that we're doing and the the content that we're giving away and the impact that we're making in the world, uh, we sold out of green juice like seven times in a row. It was wow. insane. So, and, and granted, we only ordered like 3,000 units to start and then 10,000 and then 20,000. But we kept selling out over and over and over again. And now we're placing POs of well over 100,000 units in each order.
0: Wow. I love that you mentioned that you didn't really have a background as a trainer or nutritionist because I think a lot of times we have coaches that get really hung up that they don't feel like they have enough certification, enough education enough experience and they they keep going back for more certs and on all these things and you just went forward and you listened to your avatar things you kept mentioning was that you listened to what they needed and try to create that so I also really really I'm all about stories and using stories to create a brand and get people on your mission so I love that you videoed these people and their stories to share their transformations because I think that's how others are able to see themselves in what mm. you're doing right
2: Yes, and I love I love that it makes you not the guru but the guide because you're right there with them. And I would much rather be a guide than a guru. Mm -hmm. I'd rather be helping people on the side, off the stage, than being on the stage telling people what to do.
0: Right, I love that. And then also, you know, when you're using their stories, it's more about them and not necessarily about you. So, would you sounds like you use more of your clients' stories than you talked about yourself and your own personal transformation? I mean, you had your transformation, but it was more about helping other people get the the transformation, right?
2: That's what it's all about. Yeah. That's the biggest, if I could say anything today that would change anybody's life listening to this, when you make it more about the other people around you versus yourself, like you will have success beyond anything you'd ever imagine.
1: Boom. Mic drop there. Mic drop. Thank you so much for going into the detail because I think sometimes, you know, especially Danny and I both work with women who are just getting started and, you know, you kind of alluded to the Facebook algorithm and things like that. I think it's really easy, especially when you're starting now. I mean, I think it's easy to look at you and say, oh, Drew started back, you know, seven years ago in the golden age of blogging and not that many people are on YouTube and all that kind of stuff. If you were starting over right now, would you do all the same? Would you do the same thing or how would you change it based on how social media is now?
2: I would do the exact same thing, 1,000%. Because back then, I didn't know what I was doing. And I probably, if I was just starting today, I wouldn't know what I was doing either, right? (laughs) So I would do exactly the same thing and I would create as much noise as humanly possible. And yeah, I would just, my goal was to impact as many people as I could. And if you understand what those metrics are on the different platforms, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Google, AdWords, all this other stuff, then you can focus on one first. So let's say I'm, I just started today, 30 days down the road, I could look at each one of those and say, all right, how's YouTube doing? How's Facebook? How's Instagram? And then whatever one's getting me the most results, that's the one that I would focus on first. But most people are so consumed with building 10 bridges at once that they never cross the pond because they have 10 half-built bridges. So focusing on the one thing, there's also a book called The One Thing, super powerful. That's changed our business has been really, really helpful. So, once I saw that data after 30 days, I'd probably focus on my Facebook Live strategy, which I'm doing now because it's a way to connect with our community more than ever. I do a Facebook Live every morning at 6 a.m., and that's been super powerful. And it's a great way to connect to the community, first and foremost. And the byproduct of that is it just moves more products than static videos or landing pages.
0: Love that. So, you just mentioned about a focus, what would you say is your like secret sauce or what are you best at? Cause I know you talked about other people doing the metrics and focusing on your, your own thing. What's like Drew's secret sauce. What are you really, really, really good at?
2: <laughs> how deep, how deep do you want to go down the rabbit hole?
0: <laughs> All, the way. Yeah. All the way. I,
2: I am really good at reflecting other people like mirroring other people. So I can take like May, who is my COO now. She is just like the biggest light, the brightest star that you could ever imagine. Like she walks around and just lights people up and I can remove Drew or the personality of Drew, who Drew thinks he is completely out of the way and be a mirror for her to see who she really is. So everywhere I go, I'm basically just reflecting the greatness of other people. And it's not about me. It's just removing myself day in and day out, spending that time in silence and just showing them what's possible. And I've made that my life's work really. So
0: I just got chills. That's cool.
1: Was there a time where you, you know, I mean, entrepreneurship isn't always the easiest. Was there, I mean, just knowing your personality, kind of hearing you talk, I don't get a sense that you would quit, you'd probably pivot, you would try and figure something out, you would try and solve the puzzle if things were, but was there a moment you know, in the last seven years where you did wanna kind of quit or throw in the towel or just get frustrated, just wanna go back to work or anything like that?
2: There was never a moment where I was like, I didn't believe in the vision or what I thought was possible. It was like so embedded inside of me And it was almost like I had done it a thousand times before this. I literally felt like I already knew kind of what to do. I knew the algorithm change. Like I knew we would work through it. I've had massive levels of faith. Like faith is a superpower. If we had to talk about another one, like my back could be against the wall and what, maybe it's my past. Maybe it's this life. Maybe it's another life. Who knows? But I've always been a survivor, somebody who comes out on top regardless of the situation or circumstance. Like I'm the dude that you want to be with if there's a zombie apocalypse. I will figure out what superfoods are going to heal those zombies before they <laughs> before they can get to us. No, truly though. Like there was a time where I was super stressed out where I was depressed probably because it wasn't working the way that I wanted it to. And I was yep. beating my head against the wall for nine months straight, losing fifty to $75,000 a month yes. for nine months in a row, wow. right? Yep. So luckily, I was frugal before that. It's almost as if I knew something like that was going to happen. And I had saved all the money that I was making in the organic digital sales so I was just sitting on this cash and I was losing it every month. But it was cool because it was all a lesson, right? Like I learned more in those nine months than I ever learned in going to college or anything else in my life. So it was awesome. There, there never was a point where it was like, screw this, I'm out. But it definitely was a struggle.
0: Now, you mentioned earlier this 90-year-old that you got to speak to every day. Was, would you say that he was your greatest mentor or who were some of your greatest mentors?
2: So I've had a lot of coaches. In fact, last year I met with a coach every day and I was getting coached up. I was spending thousands of dollars a month on coaches and all this stuff. And then I realized I'm like, at the end of all this, there's only so much information you need. You already know what you get to do, what you're blessed to do. So now it's stopping. Like my greatest mentor now is literally silence and listening for divine inspiration, 30 to 45 minutes every morning, I get messages, more messages from that than I ever did from another human that's not really uh, in the experience like I'm in it. I mean, there's some amazing coaches, don't get me wrong. Like i met with a lot of brilliant minds last year, emotionally intelligent people that have built billion dollar companies, all this other stuff, but nobody knows it like you know it. And when you listen to you, the other you, not the you that's caught up in your ego or the you that has scarcity conversations because you're maybe not at a point of profit yet or the you that is fearful and you're holding on to a stuck relationship from the past and that's being projected into your current reality, which you call your business. And you're wondering why you're struggling in it. I'm talking about the other you that is across what called the unified field or the matrix, and you're able to connect with that higher self, that version of who you really are, you'll get more messages than you'd ever even know what to do with that are completely divine, that are transformative. And when you listen to that, that's true power, I think. That's mastery.
0: Damn. Okay. We're going to shift a little bit because we've seen, we, we were at a party where Drew was there. We got to see his dance moves. And um, you know we are very attractive guy, and so we want to know how can a single lady find a successful <laughs> fit guy like Drew Canole? What's what's the what's the kind of person that you're looking for so that women out there can maybe have some hope?
2: <laughs> yes, I uh, first and foremost thank you. I acknowledge that amazing question, and then also I would say the biggest thing is. There's so many people in this, in this world that are kind of focused on what they're doing. And I think what's magnetic about super attractive people is what they're doing for other people and what are they doing for humanity. So what, whether you're, whatever your business is, if you're racing to help others, like that's attractive yeah. to me, to probably any other guy that's similar position as me. And I think that's, uh, we see that and we feel it. So when you meet somebody that has that quality or that essence, I think that's super, super powerful. And then second to that, like, like I always think like a marketer, right? Because that's kind of like my background with what we've created with Organifi. And so where is my avatar? So the woman that I'm looking for or the man that I'm looking for, regardless of what it is, where are they gonna be that I'm in alignment with who I really am? So, for many of us, maybe that's the gym. Like, I've met a lot of, and I'm a single man right now, and I've met a lot of women in the gym that are amazing. Maybe it's at yoga. Maybe it's at the beach. I get up super early. You know, I take walks in the morning. So, maybe it's in the morning. But it's really understanding where your avatar is, more or less. I, love I think that. where we get into trouble <laughs> is when we, when we do things that are not in our highest alignment, and then we attract somebody that's in that place, that vibration, that frequency, and we, we think that's all there is, and that's such a limiting belief. So, everything to me is frequency and vibration. So, I know if I'm focused on that, and if you are single and you're focused on that, day in and day out, how can I fill up my cup so much that it's overflowing on the saucer beneath it, and I give away from the saucer, not from the cup, because there's a lot of half empty cups out there going around trying to fill each other up. <laughs> exactly. And uh, if you can just be the biggest, brightest star, like that mate, that person is going to manifest itself. It's a universal law, it just has to show up. There's no way around it.
1: I love that. I see why you said that faith is your superpower for sure. The idea that it's in a very like abundance mindset, right? Of like, I'm going to be in my highest power. I'm going to be trying to better myself. I'm going to be 100% doing the things that I want to do. And I trust, there's that word trust. Again, trust that the the person I'm trying to attract, whether that's even a business partner or a romantic relationship or even a good friend or something like that is going to find me. Is that kind of what you're saying?
2: Yes. And the, the ability to have that faith and that trust and to be alone, to be like, yeah. hey, I love being alone. Like I have dance parties with myself. You know, I'm, play, I'm learning the guitar, the piano, like a language, like whatever it is that lights your soul on fire, do that and be cool being alone. Because all your friends, all the men around you that are in their divine masculinity, they know other men that are as well. And those other men, a few of them are probably single. And it's easy for them to say, hey, I'm going to introduce you to this beautiful empress or this queen that I've known for years. She's incredible. And you two should go to dinner. And that's a lot easier. And I like referrals a lot more than doing Bumble and these online dating apps where you don't know what you're showing up to. Like, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Referral-based yeah. Referral based dating. I love it.
2: Referral-based <laughs> dating. Yeah.
1: I mean, we have not talked about, so as you know, Danny and I are both kind of like relatively single over the last couple of years having been divorced after long marriages. And so a lot of the best life is, around dating. I certainly do not feel that I'm an expert in that, but it is um, challenging from a way of just being, you know, a new, like a new frontier in a sense, right? When you say, bye, yes. it's, like that. it's awkward, but I kind of like how it does in a way, get you out of your comfort zone. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: You said it's a little uncomfortable, which is, which is great, right? Because it expands you.
1: Yeah, which is, uh, and it's, it's challenging, but it's also fun and funny and, and interesting about yourself. I know you interact with new people, people who are different than you.
2: It's yes. One thing that I've learned about myself recently, and, and I'll be a little vulnerable with you, is being in my younger years, I was addicted to the dopamine. And the dopamine is this uh, neurochemical that we get, the ups and the downs, the highs and the lows. And it's very appealing. Like you become addicted to dopamine. And now it's like the older I get and the more wise I am, the more I realize that I'm really looking for oxytocin. Uh, And oxytocin is that connection. It's the friendship. So every date I go into, it's if I can build a friendship, maybe something will come out of this. Maybe it won't. There's no pressure. I'm just being the best friend that I know I can be. There's no hidden agenda. It's not like I'm showing up with, I need to get something from this person. I'm showing up knowing that I'm there to bless them. Whatever happens, like I'm here to make their life better. And I think that's a big difference. And the energy is completely different.
0: 100%. So one... One last thing I found on your website, it says, Drew's committed to the conviction that people are at their best when challenged. He pushes others to bust through personal barriers, reach new heights in physical, mental, and spiritual well-being. And part of the best life we talked about in our first episode is really we were going through some of the hardest times in our lives. And at that time, we could just see that regardless of all the crap that was coming down we still had a choice in all of it and we were just living in such an amazing place and we could choose gratitude over anything else so in your opinion what's your definition of the best life
2: <laughs> oh i love this question i think the best life is a life that's of service a life that thinking outside of you, and it's very much tapped into what I can do for as many people as possible. Like, how can we shift humanity now? And that's the best life that I want to live every single day. And I am doing it. I love it. Like, I just, it's no longer like the movie Groundhog's Day with Bill Murray, where he wakes up and he's just hitting the same thing over and over again. It's every day is new. It's different. And it's very alluring to be in that state. So, great question.
0: Ah, love that you're living the best life, Drew. You are doing service to so many people. Thank you for what you've done for us, our community, for everyone who you touch, and thank you for your time and being on the podcast with us today.
1: For getting a little a, a, a little bit vulnerable with us, we really appreciate that.
2: Well, I love I love vulnerability, and thank you for asking those deep questions. I think you know, there's so many movements around women rising. And I believe now is the time for men to rise as well. And I think you, you know, if you both are single now, like you get to materialize a guy that is stepping into that sovereignty as well, that the King is there and that divine masculinity is there too. So I want you both to know that. And I'd love to give a discount to everybody listening to this for Organify, by the way. Let's do it. Like um, 20% off and let me create, did uh, Susan or Shauna give you a coupon code yet for your whole family? Yes.
0: yes, we do have a coupon code. It's the best life. So yeah, thank you.
2: The best life, Organifi.com. Go to the best life and uh, get 20% off.
0: Awesome. Yay. We appreciate you, Drew. Thank you so much. And you guys, yeah, definitely go pick up your stuff at Organify.com. Use the best life at checkout, all lowercase. And uh, show us your pictures and tag us and tag Drew.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Thank you so much, Drew. You're the best. We appreciate you.